Hi, everybody. This is my best friend, Hannah. And this is my best friend, Emily. And you're listening to BFF Breakdown. I can tell that we are talking about friends. Yeah, we're best friends who are just talking about friends. (laughs) It's been a while... For all of our subscribers out there. Sorry about our unannounced hiatus. We had technical difficulties. Emotional difficulties. Emotional difficulties. It's just been a lot. I know a lot of difficulties. But we're back and better than ever. Oh, that's debatable. (laughs) We're back. And that's what matters. (laughs) And today we are talking about Amy and Molly from Booksmart. I'm so excited. So, Booksmart... Yes. 2019 was written by Emily Halpern, Sarah Haskins, Susanna Fogel, and Katie Silberman, directed by Olivia Wilde, and starring Beanie Feldstein and Caitlin Dever. <laughs> I don't know any of those names. <laughs> Here's the synopsis. Okay. Academic overachievers Amy and Molly thought keeping their noses to the grindstone gave them a leg up on their high school peers, but on the eve of graduation, the best friends suddenly realize that they have that they may have missed out on the special moments of their teenage years. True. Determined to make up for lost time, the girls decide to cram four years of not-to-be-missed fun into one night, a chaotic <laughs> adventure that no amount of book smarts could prepare them for. The titular phrase. Yes. We love that. Um, so how do you think they met? <laughs> I'm going to try not to look at your screen. Hashtag meet you. I'll just close um, it. Well, we just watched this movie. Little did I know it was research for this podcast. It's, it's really good. Um, if you all haven't seen it, I highly recommend. If you haven't seen it, there might be some spoilers in this episode. Definitely. So I would suggest... Stop listening. Stop right listening now. right Turn now. Turn um, Or keep listening. We can't tell you what to do. Yeah. Um, but if you don't want the movie to be slightly spoiled for you. Yeah. I, I mean, s- just pause, go watch the movie, and then come back. Yeah. No big deal. Um, you got the time. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> okay. So, uh, anyways. Hashtag meet cute. Hashtag meet cute. Even though we just watched this movie, I don't think I know how they met. I'm trying to think. I think it's one of those movies where it's, like, established at the beginning that they've been friends for a while because they went to school together. And I just don't think I remember a specific story about them becoming friends. So take it away, Emily, about why I'm wrong. (laughs) Um, You don't remember because there isn't one. That's what I thought. So (laughs) I tried to find one, like a fandom Wikipedia page where someone had the backstory that they like got from their cousin who was a cameraman. Those are my favorite meet cutes. One scene. Yeah. But alas, cameraman. <laughs> there was not one. Oh, man. Um, so I, I just have that they've been together, like they've been friends for at least all of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are really only friends with each other. Like they don't have, they're not really friends yeah. with other people at their school. Right. Um, and they spend all their time, I wrote, studying, student counseling, and <laughs> activisming. True. Okay, well, since there's no meet cute, how about we act out one really quickly? Um, hi, my name's Amy. Um, hi, I'm Molly. Want to be friends? Um, you have never said anything more, um, interesting sounding to me. Um, you have never worn a better outfit in your oh entire gosh. life. Who, who let you do this? Let's, who, yes, let's be friends. We're best friends. Okay. <laughs> um, so there you go. Meet cute. Meet cute. Established. <laughs> Every friendship <laughs> has a few fights. Yes, it sure does. And this is no exception. Pew, pew. 
Pew. So in the movie, they have like a couple arguments, but just one really big fight. Oh, true. So, yes, you know what happens. Our listeners might know what happens, but we're going to talk about it. Yes. So they have, like I said, a big fight. Amy and Molly both have crushes on other students. Mm -hmm. um, And the last party they go to of the night, both of those students are there. Their names are Ryan and Nick. So Amy has a crush on Ryan, who's a girl. And um, Molly has a crush on Nick, who is her vice president for student council. (laughs) Who does nothing. Who does nothing. And And so, like, the whole movie, you think she hates him, but she's actually, like, really into him. Yeah. Like, we find out that that's actually the reason she wants to go to the party. Yes, it's because she is really into Nick. Yeah. So Amy is devastated when she sees Ryan and Nick kissing each other in the pool and decides she wants to leave before Molly is susceptible to the same fate. Can you imagine your crush and your best friend's crush, who are two different people, they end up together? I can't think of a more heartbreaking thing to happen. So, Amy finds Molly and calls Malala, which is their code word which refers to the activist, Malala. Um, And it's a code word that they use for making plans. So basically when one of them calls Malala, the other one has to listen. And um, do like whatever they say. Do whatever they say. And you only get like one Malala a year. Yeah. And Molly had already used her Malala earlier. that night. And Amy really didn't want to go along with it, but she like would never break the code of Malala. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So she calls Malala. Um, Also, both characters are drunk, just so you know. Yes. (laughs) Molly refuses. So Amy calls Malala and Molly says, no, I'm not leaving just because you're doing the thing that you always do. You talk a big game and then you give up just when things get uncomfortable. Oh, this part made me so mad. I know. I just rewatched it to research for this and I like almost started crying. Yeah. She goes on to say, if I didn't drag you to do things, Amy, you'd just never do them. Oh no, Molly. To which Amy quips back, you don't drag me. You force me to do whatever you want to do. Oh my gosh. And it starts a yelling match with a lot of insults about controlling and cowardice. And yeah. the like cinematography gets really cool. Yeah. But in their yelling match, Amy admits that she's taking a gap year. Right. Everyone already knew that she was planning to go to Africa for the summer, summer yeah. but she is now telling Molly that she's going for the whole year. And Molly feels betrayed because she had plans for their future, and now the timeline is off. She's like, we're going to graduate college together. We're going to move to Washington, D.C. together. Yeah. And Amy's like, those aren't your, those aren't my dreams, those are yours. <laughs> yeah, and classic. So shortly after that, the sound cuts out, and the director had a whole article about this scene, breaking cool. it apart. So here's what she said. Olivia Wilde says, I didn't know I was going to strip the sound until I was editing. I was watching it, and I realized their performances were so good that at a certain point, you don't need to hear what they're saying because the argument itself has completely spiraled out of oh, control. True. We've all experienced that. You're spinning out of control and saying hurtful things. You're treading water, desperately trying not to drown. I thought if we cut the sound out, the audience can project their worst <gasps> arguments onto this. I'm getting chills. I think it created more of an emotional impact to allow for people to not focus on the specificity of the argument and embrace that universal experience of oh. deep sadness. Oh my god. Yeah. I love how intentional she was about that. Because when I was watching it, I like at that part, like if you haven't seen it, which um I'm sure by now you've paused and watched the movie and now you're watching. Now listening. you're listening back again. Um thank you for listening to me, first of all. <laughs> um it's like it's just 
a really crazy, like, experience watching that because you can, like, imagine what they're saying and, like, everyone knows that feeling of, like, when you just get to a point in the argument where you're not even, like, hearing yourself or them anymore and it just, like, exemplified that so well. Yeah. You go, director Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Love that. Love her. Um, So Amy storms off, leaving Molly in the main room of the party. She soon sees Ryan and Nick and realizes that Amy was just trying to protect her. Mm-hmm. She asks other partygoers if they've seen her, but they have not. The police show up to break up the party, so Molly leaves. She mostly gets, like, dragged out. She's, like, <laughs> still trying to find Amy. Yeah. Um, the two do not see each other until the next day when Molly goes to get Amy <laughs> out of jail for their graduation. Yes. Molly at- apologizes, saying, I'm sorry I'm so controlling. I just can't imagine my life without you mm-hmm. um the two make up and roll up to the graduation like ballers <laughs> yeah they like skirt onto the field yeah they um they are borrowing their friend's car that's like all tricked out and <laughs> they like look at they're already late to yeah. graduation which is very uncharacteristic and molly is valedictorian she's like giving and class president speech. yeah so or maybe she's class president and then amy's valedictorian something i don't know something like that, like that. yeah they bring out their phone and they're like Waze says it's 19 minutes we're gonna get there in seven and they just like go so fast and like go through a fence it's great um so that's so funny because I feel like Waze gets you there the fastest it possibly yeah. can so that's like pretty bold <laughs> to say that oh so. my gosh it's one of the most intense friendship fights I think we've talked about yeah my heart was like wrenched when we were watching it but it is like kind of refreshing the way that they make up is kind of it's less like forced than a lot of like fights in tv shows and stuff yeah. like they like molly apologizes and they talk about their like toxic traits and how they can be better and then they move on and yeah, they're like true. back to where they were it's not like the kind of fight that is gonna destroy their friendship forever totally. which is good i think yeah because it, it does like What's the word when it escalate? Yes. It does escalate to the point where it's a friendship fight that could easily have destroyed their friendship. Yeah, you like know. a Paris Hilton. Yeah. Um, Nicole Richie. Come on. Situation. You guys know what we're talking about. Um, but they didn't let it, and we love that for them. Yeah. So, do you think Molly and Amy are hashtag friendship goals? Absolutely. I love them. I love their friendship. I love this movie. It is my lunchbox. It is my Halloween costume. It's my favorite thing. Um, one thing that those of you who just watched the movie are probably thinking about right now is that they do, that I really like, is how, like, they complement each other so viciously, oh, you yes. know? Like, whenever they put on an outfit to go somewhere. It's like, who let you be this beautiful? Yeah, they're just, like, angry at how good each other looks, yeah. and it's so cute. I love it. Yeah, I think they remind me um, of us a little bit. Yeah, I, I know you told me that. Yeah. I, I really agree. see myself in Amy. <laughs> yes. I really see you and Molly. You're not yes. as controlling. Okay, I was going to say, I hope I'm not but as controlling as she is. I think you're like a go-getter. You, yeah. You get what you want. I definitely really resonated with her when she kind of had her whole existential crisis about like not having any fun in high school. And getting into a good college, but then people who did have fun also got into a good college. Yeah. You know, I was like, I I think I definitely went through that thought process oh, too. I was like, come on, Hannah. yeah. They mostly remind me of us in high school. Yes, like, and I think we've grown a lot since I then. I think so too. But yeah, I love them. Okay, cool. 
Well, bye. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we would never leave you without our favorite part and probably yours, friend <laughs> or foe. Take it away, Hannah. What is this? Friend or foe is where we pull things out of a cup and talk about if they'd be friends or foes. We wrote these ahead of time. They can be people, places, and things. Yeah. Um, so, oh, without further ado, I got San Diego. I got Boo Boo Stewart. Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I um, a question mark because I wasn't sure. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, Boo Boo Stewart um, <laughs> is an actor okay. famously known for being... His role in Twilight. Yeah, in, well, most... Eclipse. Eclipse, New Moon, and Breaking think, Dawn parts one and two. Yeah. Um, this card, <laughs> the card, a piece of paper, shows how long it's been since we've done a podcast. Yeah, that's because true. The reason I wrote so many Twilight characters is because we just binged all the movies. Yeah. And that feels like it was literally three months ago. <laughs> um, well, it definitely wasn't three months ago. <laughs> I know. Three months ago, we were not quarantined. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. Um, <laughs> it was like two weeks ago. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, anyways. Ooh. I kind of like the two I of think, these. First of all, who isn't friends with San Diego? Yeah. Honestly. Both such, of us are from San Diego. Such a friendly city. It's, Yeah. It's just a great city. You know, it's, like, very temperate. Yes. There's lots of fun things to do. Yeah. Um, and Boo Boo Stewart is an actor, so I assume he lives in L.A. Right. And San Diego is, like, a getaway for L.A. Like, yes. a lot of people weekend in San Diego. <laughs> True. I think it's interesting because people who live in San Diego are often, like, we hate L.A. <laughs> it sucks. No. I mean, I lived in L.A., so I'm not one of those people. Don't worry. Just kidding. I, I was for a while. But, um... I, I just, you know, I feel the rivalry down there, but I feel like people from LA are like, oh my God, I love San Diego. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Like it doesn't go both ways, yeah. you know? Um, so friends confirmed. Yeah, I think. Obviously. Boo Stewart, if you're listening, I think you should take a nice vacation to San Diego yeah. when um, it's open or again. maybe even like settle down there, you know? Yeah. I could see him living a good life in San Diego. How old is he now? Like 10? <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. He's probably like 30 or something. He's in his 20s. Yeah, he's probably our age. Okay. I have no idea. Number two. Number oh, two. Boo Boo Stewart and San Diego. Friends, Friends confirmed. confirmed. Okay, I got a lot of Twilight ones. I got the Twilight Zone. Oh, I got Rosalie. <laughs> Did I write that? Yes. <laughs> the guy uh, you spelled it wrong, but <laughs> I said Rosa Lee. Um, That's like a like a um, chef or something. You're thinking of Sarah Lee. Yes. <laughs> um, oh. I think... Okay, so hear me out. Yeah, I'm ready. Rosalie is the broodiest of the colons. Totally. Even, I would argue, even more so than Edward. She I just, agree. Like, She's angsty. She's angsty. Yeah. And I feel like angsty people either have the worst time or thrive in the Twilight Zone. Mm. Like, it just depends on, like, what yes. wave of universe of the Twilight Zone you're in. First but, of all, her life kind of is the Twilight Zone. That's true. She's a, she got turned into a vampire. And she really did not want to. And after living, it. like, the most tragic life. Yeah. Like, her story could, in some universe, be an episode of the Twilight Zone. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, usually, though, in the Twilight Zone, when that has, like, a tragic beginning, it has, like, a nice ending. So, mm. maybe in the Twilight Zone, she'd get her, like, happy ending yeah. that she's always wanted. True. Okay, you know what? I'm venturing to say friends. I think so, too. That's what I've been leaning towards. Yeah. Like, I think it depends, but their energies, like, I'm feeling a vibe there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, Rosalie Cullen and the Twilight <laughs> Zone 
Friends confirmed. Okay, let's do one more. Oh my gosh, I hope it's not another of my Twilight ones. I got Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, perfect. I got Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Great. Wow, interesting. Um, uh, this is one of those ones where they're just from such different universes, it's hard to imagine. Does anyone know Sonic the Hedgehog's political stance? He wants the country to move fast. <laughs> I think that's what Alexander Hamilton wants, too. Yeah, honestly. So, friends. Yeah, sure. Confirmed. Friends confirmed. Not much else to say. Um, perfect. Well, another successful round of friend or foe. <laughs> I was just thinking about how every time we start this round, we're like, our favorite segment, and probably yours, but what if everyone, like, hates the segment? <laughs> well, we're not gonna stop it, because we love doing it. Yeah. You can skip it. It's usually not more than two or yeah. three minutes. If you haven't already, <laughs> I need to stop joking about <laughs> pausing and watching Booksmart. <laughs> but, you know, like, if you ha- if you haven't already watched Booksmart, you could have just skipped past this section and watched it. Yeah. But I guess if you're at this point in the podcast, you might as well listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Okay, well, never mind. Before watching Booksmart. Yes. Um, okay, well, cool. Now is the part of the show where we talk about our friendship. Yes. This week, we're talking about why we um, fell off the face of the earth. Yes, indeed. <laughs> Hannah, why don't you tell us? <laughs> yeah, Hannah, take it away. Why don't you tell uh, us why we had an unannounced hiatus? Hate- an unplanned hiatus, <laughs> I may add. I hate that I've fallen into this role of, like, oh, no podcast. Let's talk to Hannah about it. phone got run over by a truck. Let's talk to (laughs) Hannah about it. (laughs) Well, just as when we were kicking off our podcast, um, it was slow going because of my computer troubles. Those troubles have come back to haunt me in a very different way. Let me start from the beginning. So my front camera stopped working. I know what you're thinking. How will you take selfies? Yes. (laughs) And Hannah, you don't need a front camera to do a podcast. (laughs) You're right. But it was very upsetting to me because the only way to connect to anyone in the world right now is through my front camera on a Zoom call. Um, so I was doing everything I could to fix my computer. And I got to the last step no one ever wants to do to fix their computer. And that is update it to the new software. I know what you're thinking. Hannah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> because updating your computer always ruins your life. Everybody knows it. And it did ruin mine. Did it fix my camera? No. Did it delete the podcast we had just recorded? Recorded? Yes. And then we just didn't do another one. <laughs> yeah, we've been having... Okay, I'm not going to say we've been busy, because that would be a lie. It's a lie, yeah. Emotionally, yeah. we've been busy. Physically, we've been watching New Girl every yes. day. <laughs> kind of like, it's just a getaway, yeah. you know? Um, so, yeah, I feel like we've been in this nice little bubble, quarantined here at camp, and a lot of things really caught up to us in the past couple weeks. I think that at the beginning of the quarantine, I tried to take on a lot of new hobbies. Yeah, And same. now that we're working again, because we had basically, like, two weeks off, yeah, right? Yeah, When I started to, like, figure out what was going on. Yeah. And... I started learning piano. Yeah, I did. I started a big cross-stitching project. I started a book. I got obsessed with skincare. I tried to learn how to animate. Mm -hmm. I have been working on my drawing skills. I just have a lot of things, and now I feel like I have to practice them every day. Yeah. And when you have to work a job, you just don't have that much (laughs) time. That is so true. Even though we're not even working full-time anymore. Yeah. We have a, like... (laughs) Six-hour day. Six-hour day. It's like going to school. (laughs) 
Um, and like school, I get home and I'm exhausted. Yes. And all I want to do all is, I want is a snack. <laughs> watch, eat a snack and yeah. watch New Girl with my best friend. Yeah. Oh, we should do that soon. <laughs> we should do that right after we're done okay. recording. <laughs> um, yeah. So all that is to say, your girl messed up. My front camera messed up. And that's okay. And thank you, our three fans out there, for... Being patient. Yeah, being patient with us. Um, and we're back. Yeah, so watch out. Watch out, world. And um, spoiler on what that episode that got deleted was, but it's it's related to Parks and Rec. So. Yeah, so it's probably... We're probably going to try to do it again, but yeah. better. We just couldn't do it again this time because it was too sad. Yeah. But now I'm ready. Yeah. I'm recovered. Too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, on that note, I think it's time for us to say goodbye. 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 <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>